Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Thursday, September 7, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, after three weeks of being displaced by a wildfire, the city of Yellowknife in the Northwest Territories has finally been able to return. The area was evacuated due to a racing wildfire, but the last highway roadblock was lifted earlier than expected, allowing residents to return. Flights have also resumed, with scheduled airline flights and chartered and military aircraft from Alberta cities resuming operations. In other news, a nationwide manhunt is underway in the United Kingdom for former British Army soldier Daniel Abed Khalif, who escaped from a prison in southwest London. Khalif is scheduled to go on trial in November on charges related to breaching the Official Secrets Act and terrorism statutes. The Metropolitan Police believe he is still in the London area and have described him as six feet two inches tall, last seen wearing a white T-shirt, red and white checkered pants, and brown steel-toe cap boots. Meanwhile, the Panama-Colombia border is experiencing a record number of migrants, overwhelming medical non-governmental organizations providing assistance to injured and sick migrants. In August alone, 50,000 people made the week-long journey through the dense jungle connecting Colombia and Panama, stretching the capacity of medical treatment posts on the Panamanian border. The United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights has called for more action to address the growing humanitarian crisis. Next, in response to the chaos that occurred during the Champions League football final last year, France is increasing security measures for each Rugby World Cup match. The French Senate concluded that the chaos was caused by a chain of events and malfunctions by different authorities and the French state. As a result, a record number of police officers will be mobilized for each match, with over 5,100 officers for standard match days and 7,500 officers for large matches. In another development, the Mexican Supreme Court has struck down a federal law criminalizing abortion, reaffirming a previous ruling that criminal penalties for abortion were unconstitutional. This decision paves the way for the federal health care system to provide abortions, which could become increasingly important as Mexico considers centralizing healthcare services. The ruling follows a similar decision last month regarding a challenge to the same state's penal code. Meanwhile, a Nigerian judicial tribunal has confirmed the results of a contested February presidential election, dismissing petitions that alleged voting irregularities and fraud. The judges rejected all three petitions, for lack of credible evidence. The decision was broadcast live on television, and there have been no immediate reports of unrest. Also, India may be considering changing its name to an ancient Sanskrit term, according to an invitation to Prime Minister Narendra Modi for a G20 summit dinner. The invitation suggests an eagerness to leave behind the term India and Bharat in order to make an official change. The use of India is seen as an aesthetic decision by supporters of the Prime Minister's Hindu nationalist movement, while others question the nationalists' intentions. 
In other news, Slovakia is sending up to 500 soldiers to help manage the increasing flow of migrants crossing the border with Hungary. The move is part of Slovakia's larger effort to address the issue of migrants crossing its borders, with many of them ultimately heading to Germany. Additionally, Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey has warned that Britain's high rate of inflation is expected to fall further, but it remains unclear if this will slow the pace of wage growth. Bailey stated that many indicators are moving as expected, signaling a marked decrease in inflation by the end of the year. The question now is whether inflation expectations will continue to decrease and if wage bargaining will reflect this trend. Lastly, in a Russian aerial attack on the eastern city of Kostyantinivka, at least 17 people have been killed and over 30 injured. This attack is the worst in recent weeks and indicates that Russia is targeting towns near the front lines used by both civilians and Ukrainian soldiers. The attack coincided with the arrival of U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken in Ukraine, signaling continued U.S. support for the Ukrainian war effort. Ukraine has been increasing its efforts to seize more territory from Russian forces and launch drone strikes at targets in Moscow and other Russian cities. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.